When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey Dan. Hey James, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? I'm okay. I'm, I'm really, really happy to see you. I'm happy to see you too James, it's uh, a weary making time at the moment isn't it? It is, yeah, definitely, and I feel like we may not say that to each other normally if we were to speak or to say, but um, now we have this opportunity in a public forum I feel like it's really nice to be speaking with you. Oh, it's nice to be speaking to you too man. I feel like... Um the mood of the nation is such that there's just a weariness, isn't there, about the whole nation at the minute. I feel like generally fine, but sometimes I'll go to the supermarket and I think, what if I just kept driving? Do you know what I mean? I know, I know, I know exactly what you feel. <laughs> what you feel like when we first joined the Zoom call, you said to me, um, "How are you doing? What you've been up to?" And I was like, "Dan, like." literally nothing has happened since the last time that we did this yeah <laughs> it was really challenging to come up with something interesting to tell you about but hey yeah. here we are yeah uh that's life isn't it but hey look the point is we are here and we're here for compact yes. dicks to share your choice of awful people and things with the world you know because that's what we do this is the compact dicks it's the spin-off mm. episode the little brother of the of desert island dicks yeah, and it's the podcast for you. If, you. if you're listening to this, this is for you. And we need you to get in touch with your choices for Compact Dicks. So this is your choices for things that you wouldn't like to be stuck with on a desert island, as is the premise of the podcast. And you send them to dickspod.com slash contact. It's also a chance for us to sort of get a little bit more off our chest, because you don't host the podcast anymore. I do host it, no. but I'm usually just sort of agreeing with guests, you know, and, and sort of not putting my own things in there and you know mm. and it builds up and uh, you know much like a, a therapist also needs a therapist you know they're not completely ah, sorted yeah. are they they need someone to rant at too dan let me be your therapy <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah uh, okay great well like should i go first yeah go dick? for it yeah okay great i've had this email and it's from michael thank you michael for getting in touch and michael comes in and says two dicks for me please mm-hmm Dick one, 
people who, when at the cashier, act surprised when the next step is to pay. <laughs> we are all queuing behind this dick, and probably they are acting like it's the first time that they've ever been shopping by not bagging items successfully or thinking that they could carry a whole shopping trolley full of food rather than having to purchase bags. So they have come back to the queue to get them. Then, when the cashier says the total price, they fuck around looking for various payment methods, including fucking lunch and vouchers or some shit, for about five minutes. <laughs> Fair enough. I've been there. I've been that person stood behind that person in the supermarket, and I'm like, mate, you've done this before. You know what happens next. Yeah. I mean, part of me envies the sort of... Uh lack of awareness of these people because I get so I hate bagging up stuff at the supermarket it makes me feel really tense that whole scramble mm. you know when they're just like pinging it through really fast and you're like oh, oh no oh, I can't put the eggs on the bottom oh god and I'm like you know you know when you've got like three bags up on the counter bit of it by the conveyor belt and mm. the conveyor belt's kind of making it all wrinkle it up and it's sort of pushing everything down And so I mean I'd oh, quite no. like to have that absolute lack of awareness that some people do yeah. but but, um, yeah. I don't, and because I don't, I think these people are fucking menaces. Dan, have you ever been to Aldi or Lidl to do your shopping? I have, yeah. They, ha- they, they have, uh, like, that is insane. Mm. They're, they're launching it at you, but also there's nowhere for it to go. That shit is fucking crazy. Yeah. And Michael goes on to say, Dick 2, mm. people who search for Google when using the internet, time-wasting, mouth-breathing dicks. The address <laughs> bar is the search, you prat. Thanks very much. I feel I feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Or like googling. I like to Google another search engine, like googling Ask Jeeves or something like that. Yeah, that's great. Google Bing. Yeah. yeah. Once uh, I went to watch. It was uh, like in a pub. Someone said, "Oh, come and watch this band playing," and it was like this sort of like quite out there jazz band and there was about 10 of them and they're all good musicians but it wasn't really for me and at the end of it and they're all like really sort of hipster middle class white people playing like covers of some really niche jazz and at the end of it the guy was like okay guys uh so like we don't have like a website yet but you know if you just want to like keep checking like he's like you know just have a little search on bing or something like that and you're like Okay, firstly, like, there's already a term. The search engine is the term. You Google it. And, like, you're you're a covers band of some niche jazz artists. I'm not going to, like, keep checking back on Bing just to see if you've finally got a website so I can listen to you doing covers of someone that's already made the music. And Bing, like... Are you doing it, it on purpose to show like, how out out of, you know, like, oh, I'm so left field. I'm not going to say Google it. I'm going to say just look us up on Go- Bing. Fuck That's off. That's mad. Like, whoever at Bing didn't make it part of their marketing strategy t- for people to say, oh, just Bing it. Should yeah. We should Bing it. Yeah. Right? They fucked up massively because I'm sure they were around before Google. I don't know. Don't just search it. Bing it. That should, you know. <laughs> It's there you for get a you. a job doing voiceovers. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> um, um, Dan, I know it seems early, but I feel like it's that point in the podcast where we should check in with my dad. How do you feel about that? I'd love to check in with Big John. Yeah, I th- I, he's become a staple, hasn't he, Big John? I don't know if anyone's ever called him Big John. I feel before. like that was... Was that a step too far? I don't... Like, you know, maybe just... He will feel warmly towards you because of that statement. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go with it for this episode. We'll test it out. Let's see what he's got to say. Hi, James. Hi, Dan. Well, some great news. We're already halfway there with the lockdown. 
and we've got some great classic dicks to cheer us up. Last week, you had an email from listener Graham, who was relentlessly bullied by Richard Brown. Well, fuck you, Richard Brown, and that goes for all you bullies. Now, my first choice this week is Radio 1 DJ and co-host on the Ricky, Melvin and Charlie show, Melvin O'Doom. One of Melvin's choices was his school bully, and he went on to talk about how he overcame that and how he helped his cousin, who was also being bullied at school. He's a really nice guy and a great episode. My next choice is another Radio 1 DJ and I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here contestant, Jordan North. Now his episode was with William Hansen, his co-host on his podcast, Help, I Sexted My Boss. Now Jordan's choice of animal was a snake, which he is petrified of and ironically got put in a box with on I'm a Celeb. So it's well worth a listen. So um, this week's choices are Melvin O'Doom and uh, Help I Sexted My Boss, uh, which features Jordan North. So hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. And there he was. I, I concur, Dad. Bullies out. Fuck the bullies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah, fuck them. There's, there's nothing else to say. But you put it beautifully there. Some rock-solid choices for episodes as well. Do you know what? It's great, because I have listened to every one, but I, he manages to dig up ones I've forgotten about. And, um, yeah. yeah, they're good choices, yeah. John. Me- Melvin is a lovely guy, and it is a particularly good episode. Do you know what I really love about Melvin's episode as well? Is mm. that the way that he flips the format on its head when i was hosting the podcast it was by far the most positive i i ever felt after recording one of these i was just <laughs> like how how the fuck has he managed to make this uplifting i don't know but yeah. it's very good he's yeah. a talented broadcaster that's what you get indeed you're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. James, I have got a email from Joseph here. Oh, hi, Joseph. And he says, Hello, dickos. I hope you don't mind repeat messages too much, but I enjoy viewing Dan's categories as a sort of a challenge. I couldn't separate these two fictional animal dicks, so here's both. Okay, so this is because last week I asked for... uh, It was like an animal-themed dick. It was fictional animal dicks. Because I get annoyed watching Peppa Pig. Well, you could just end the sentence there. But there's an extra reason I get annoyed for watching Peppa Pig. And it's because they're all animals, but then they'll go to the zoo and look at other animals or they'll talk to a vet and have pets and it just it's like this whole weird meta thing going on that just pisses me off so i asked for sort of fictional animal dicks uh he said he couldn't separate these two fictional animal dicks so here's both one garfield he acts like a dick in every strip that's the joke i guess but we also get random crap like the fact he hates mondays and loves lasagna it's absurdism by someone with no imagination his eyelids look stupid and in no way does he deserve all the fame how the hell did he get a feature film fair point i think when i was growing up in the 80s he was fucking everywhere Uh, it really felt i mean you're a few years younger than me it felt like he was huge back then and like Everyone had Garfield shit, and I never quite understood why. Uh, number two, Orville. 
He is just revolting. The colour of this creep. The nappy he wore for decades. His sickening voice. He milked the same song for his entire career. Just say, I can't, in your head and you'll agree. He is a grotesquely infantilised radioactive green dick. For me, these two really embody the low effort approach to creativity and entertainment in the 70s and 80s, and I hate them. Dickish regards, Joseph. (laughs) Nice. Dickish regards as well. Orville is a is a great choice. As a kid, used to creep me out no end. I just Mm. didn't understand. It was like a baby, but then also a bird. But what fucking type of bird? Just I remember seeing it on TV as a kid and thinking, what the fuck? Now absurdist. That is absurdist. Yeah. Like everyone's heard of him. I don't know anyone who enjoys it, or ever has. That's true, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe... I just kept going thinking, like, oh, we'll put Orville on this entertainment programme. Everyone likes Orville, right? And everyone went, oh, God, am I the only one who doesn't? I better not say anything. But everyone <laughs> yeah. thought that. Yeah, agreed. So that was from Joseph in response to a call I put out last week uh, for dicks. Because as we always say, we're, we'd love to hear any dicks you've got, whether it's a person, a food, a drink, a film, a song, an animal, you know, just whatever pisses you off this week. But um, if you want to get involved and you need a little theme to kind of like stoke your imagination, uh, I thought it'd be a food one this week. Oh, yeah, um, I want to put a food one in. I'm not going to tell you how long ago these came back into my house because you'll realise that they've been in the fridge for that long and I should have cleared them okay. out. But um, you see these things in my hand? Oh, yeah. What the hell is that? What does it look like I'm holding? Like a little it tiny... Looks like a tiny watermelon. Yeah. This thing is called a cucamelon. Oh, right? nice. My wife cool went name. out the other day and in our local park they have like a little market at the weekend, Right. And she said, I've bought some fresh fruit and veg and uh, try this. It's called a cucamelon. It's a cross between a melon and a cucumber. And I went, right. So I ate one. They're about, for those of you listening, they're about, they look like a sort of big jelly bean or a small grape. And like, imagine Mm. a watermelon the size of a small grape or a big jelly bean. It's a cross between a cucumber and a melon. It's a fucking hybrid that no one asked for. It's like, Imagine, like, a really hard skin of a melon, but with a cucumber inside, but more bitter. No. Oh, no, this, this sounds awful. Yeah, it's fucking shit, right? <laughs> and apparently the guy went, they're really nice in gin and tonic. I was like, yeah, but so's, like, a slice of cucumber or, like, lemon or something. No one needed, no one's like, oh, my God, if only there was, like, a, a weird hybrid vegetable fruit <laughs> yeah. mashup that I could put in my gin so I could finally have a refreshing alcoholic beverage. Like, they don't taste nice. It's great in gin and tonic, mate, because you can't fucking taste it in there. That's why. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, and maybe you'll be drunk enough to give it a go. These things are shit. They're like... If you listen to the Beardy Man episode and we talked about the Fasalis Berry, they're mm. the equivalent of that. It's thing that looks very nice but tastes shit. No one wanted and, like, has no purpose. This guy who sold them to my wife is obviously a bit odd as well because then my wife bought some pak choy... My wife is Asian, and he explained what a pak choy was to her. And she was like, mate, my people know what these fucking things are. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> no. yeah. so clearly, he's just some like just sit on a mad one with his weird fruit and veg stool, just yeah. doesn't know what's going on or how to read the room. And if you read the room, the room's saying, get this shit out of my drink. 
<laughs> a cucamelon sounds cute, looks cute, tastes disgusting. New for 2020. It can't, it can't have existed. New for 2020, something that sounds cute, looks cute, and tastes like shit. That yeah. is prime 2020 stuff. Hey, these people have been stuck indoors for months. They'll buy any old shit. <laughs> tastes great in gin and tonics because he just knows everyone's hitting the booze hard at the minute. Mm. Um, okay, Dan, so off the back of that then, we're asking people, as just an open letter to food dicks, we just want your least favourite foods and why. Yeah, or just, you know, just something that's kind of, you know, been billed as something special, but stuff where you think people are just trying to pull the wool over your eyes, you know? Like, mm. try one of these, it's amazing, it's this new thing. It's like, this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, this is good, okay. And part of the reason that I thought of uh, food dicks for this week is because on Monday, you're the first to know this, uh compact dicks listeners because you're the hardcore listeners uh on monday i'm going to be joined by jay rayner so food critic from the observer uh he pops up on master chef a lot restaurant critic and uh i've got to tell you uh i recorded it today with him and it's a really good one he's very funny and he absolutely doesn't hold back which won't surprise you if you've like seen him on telly but um He's really really doesn't hold back dan i can't wait to hear it i'm really looking forward to it yeah, it was good. It was good. So he's coming up on Monday. So that's the inspiration for these food dicks. You can get in touch with your choices or any other choices. Dickspod.com slash contact. That's it. Get in touch. Dan, this has been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure with you, James. I feel better about my life. Ah, oh. And that's all you can ask for these days. I know. I feel better too. I'm glad I didn't keep driving. <laughs> I'm also glad you didn't keep driving. Always drive back, Dan. Always drive back. Yeah. Uh, but if you do keep driving, drive to my house. Oh, thanks, ma'am. Thank you. Okay. Um, Dan, uh, should we do this again next week? I think we pretty much have to, James. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Bye. <laughs> bye.